Good evening, good evening, good evening. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Tonight is Wednesday, October the 12th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, wheedle, which means to gain or get by coaxing or flattering. Weedo, hope everyone's enjoying their Wednesday midweek swing, midweek swing. Uh, as you heard, this is the evening. I'm doing a little late podcast outside and doing what quite possibly could be uh, one, of our, one of our last days of pleasant weather. Uh, rain's supposed to come in tomorrow. State fair's in town. That's usually what happens. Rain turns cold. Then it warms back up once the fair leaves in another week or so. Uh, so if you hear car horns, <laughs> uh, kids playing basketball, neighbors coming in from work, hey, I'm outside. I'm outside. I decided to come outside, like I said, to get a little breath of fresh air. I was off today, relaxed, smoked around, didn't really do too much of anything. And then I said to myself, hey, I think I'll do a podcast. How about that? How about that? All right, let's move along here. Man, uh, Monday, Monday, Monday night football. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders were defeated by the Kansas City Chiefs, 30-29. to 29. Uh, Mahomes and Kelsey, they got together on several plays and kept drives alive and, and, and fought, and, hey, they got a victory. Uh, maybe Patrick Mahomes is, Mahomes is coming into form finally. You know, he struggled a little early on, but, hey, looks he's looking pretty good. Looked pretty good Monday night. He did. He really did. And, uh, man, man, oh, man, right at the end of the game, uh, there was a little bit of controversy, if I could say that. Uh, Devontae Adams, uh, who we all know, former Packer receiver, came over to uh, Kansas City, uh, got a bit upset. He was a bit upset. The game didn't go as he had planned or the way he thought it should have went. Uh, a play or so before the game ended, him and another receiver were out running their routes, and they bumped into each other, and I guess that ended the game. Just did, man. He was a little upset, so uh, as he was leaving the field, a cameraman was walking by or walked in front of him, and he pushed him, pushed him down. Hmm. Now, uh, wow, just wow. Uh, he has been charged. The cameraman pressed charges. Uh, he's been charged with a city ordinance violation in uh, Kansas City. Pretty much a misdemeanor assault charge. Wow. That's, uh, that's, that's, he's usually a pretty good, calm player. I think it, it, it just got, he, he just, the loss and the losses <laughs> have gotten the better of him. Because, yeah, he pushed the, par- the camera guy. And I'm not going to say there was no need to file charges, but, man, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I really don't think he'll probably just end up paying a fine, um, maybe pay some money to the camera guy. I I don't think they'll make too much about it. NFL may fine him or suspend him for a game or whatever. But I don't think nothing. I, I don't really think anything too much of anything is going to come of it. I just don't. I just don't. That's just me. I certainly hope so. Like I said, he's a pretty good player. 
He just has never seen him explode like that before. He's, his explosion is usually on the football field as he run as he's running those routes and leaving folks in the dust. Man, yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> yeah, he pushed him. You could tell he was. You could tell he was having a moment. Like I said, he's not that guy. He's just not. He's not. All right, let's go get it, man. Uh, we're going to do a little election news, and we're going to the state of Georgia. You know, I told you uh, the other day, Georgia in that heated uh, Senate race between Herschel Walker and the other candidate, and Herschel Walker finds himself in trouble. We're not going to talk about old Herschel tonight. We just not. We're going to talk about the governor's race in Georgia. That is, uh, it's also one to watch. And the entire nation is watching this. Uh, Democratic hopeful, hopeful Stacey Abrams versus Republican Governor Brian Kemp. And like I said, it has the whole nation watching. Now, if elected Adams, Abrams, I'm sorry, if elected, Abrams could be the nation's first black female governor. Now, she's been doing a little, uh, a little campaigning. And one thing that has came out of her campaigning is she had an event. Uh, she was there with two popular men, or black men, I should say, in the entertainment industry. Now, the question was asked, uh, pretty much, and I'm paraphrasing here, uh, an attendee, uh, it was one of those town halls where, you know, those in the crowd could ask questions. So a gentleman stood up and he asked a question, pretty much, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, in the event when a politician that counts on the black vote gets the black vote on the guise of getting something done that is supposed to benefit the black community and takes too long or does nothing, how should we, meaning we as black Americans, feel about our vote? Pretty good question. So how should we feel about our vote, the worthiness of our vote? Uh, this is an all too familiar uh, scene, if I can say that. This happens all the time. Uh, I've said it numerous times on this podcast about how the black vote is courted, and then once uh, they're in there, they go and do the complete opposite, or they go in the opposite direction, never to be heard from again until another election cycle comes around. So that's pretty much what he was asking. He said, "Hey, in the event that we, you know, we give you our vote under the guise that you're going to say you want to do or something for us as the black community, and then you know you or any other politician decides you're not going to do it, what? How should we take our vote?" How should we feel about that? Now, here's the backstory of sorts. Uh, this comes up, like I said, all too often, but more specific, uh, a dilemma. The black man's way. That's it. That's pretty much what this was about. Um, in the last election cycle, you know, with, with President Trump and Joe Biden, it was discovered or it came out on some poll numbers that um, a lot of black men whether they they have the the capability to vote or maybe they have a record but whatever the case a lot of black men that are able to vote don't vote because they feel like their vote doesn't matter yeah that's true now like i said it's, it's being watched and highly contested nationally but those numbers and and like i said the last election cycle it showed the Democratic Party has gone after and sought and gotten more than more often than not the black woman's vote. 
And like I said, in the last two elections, uh, the numbers have shown that black men have voted surprisingly. Those that did vote after the snub by the Democratic Party, they voted Republican. So it appears that Stacey Abrams, and hey, I think this is going to be a trend throughout this country, a lot of the Democrats are going to have to circle back around and see if they can garner some of those black male votes that they just cast aside. Um, really can't fault them too well or fault them too much on that because, hey, if, if a certain group or, or whatever or what have you isn't voting, why should you go and seek their vote? But apparently uh, the black man decided, hey, the Democrats aren't giving me what I want. They're, it's the same old tale. Uh, so they went and voted Republican. Can't get mad at them either. I mean, think about it. How long has it does it take for you to fulfill a promise of not just prosperity, but making things right socially and economically for the black community as a whole. And black people have been voting, the, uh, like I told you also in the last po- uh, podcast about going in there voting that straight Demo- Democratic ticket. Black folks have been doing that for years. Black folks have been voting uh, the, the Democratic way, man, uh, quite possibly going back into the 50s or 60s. They just have. And it's taken, what is this? <laughs> almost 50 or 60 years later and we still find ourselves in the same spot pretty much. We're not taken seriously. Our vote's not counted, or it's counted, but it's not taken seriously. We're only courted uh, around election cycles and then they disappear. They don't come back. They just dip out and then pop back up the next election cycle. That is the truth. Now, when I said the last election cycle, of course, that was President Biden, now President Biden versus then uh, President Donald Trump, uh, these numbers came out and it was discovered because the Democratic Party, along with Joe Biden, they favored the black woman who consistently voted. And she consistently voted the Democratic ticket. So there were some campaign promises that uh, President Biden, I got to admit, he has fulfilled. He just has. Uh, he said he was going to put more black women in uh, more prominent positions in his cabinet, in his administration. Uh, of course, the most the most visible is Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, the new press secretary, and the astonishing uh, first black U.S. Supreme Court ju- female justice. She's in there. So he's fulfilled that promise of saying that he was going to put more black uh, women in prominent positions within his cabinet. He just has. Wow. So you can't fault him on that. Now, and to, the, the numbers, and this is why I said it looks like a lot of Democrats are going to have to double back around and get that black vote, because what came out in that last, last election cycle also, if I can make this make sense to you, it was discovered that Democrats, uh, more specifically President Biden, in certain states, uh, he didn't do so well with white women. He just didn't. Uh, the, the two states that were named were uh, Iowa and New Hampshire. Didn't do so well. But yet, when he went down south, when he came to Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, the, the, the numbers shot up for him in the primaries. I'm sorry, let me go back. In the primaries in these two states, New Hampshire and Iowa, which we all know, uh, I'm not going to say it's predominantly white, but it is. And uh, the white women there, they didn't vote for him. But he came down south. 
and he won that the primaries in you know like uh georgia alabama mississippi whatever whatever he won the primaries for the democrats democrats overwhelmingly why black women black female voters just did it now in 2018 as far as it goes for stacy abrams and, and these numbers wow uh she won 94 percent of the black vote but she lost to Kemp by 55,000 votes out of 4 million votes cast. That's a slim margin. And, and, and that tells you something is off. You know, you, you have 4 million, 4 million votes cast and you got 94% of the black vote, but you lost by 55,000. Where did those other votes go? Yeah, there were some white males and females, but it was black males in the mix also. So now the Democratic Party has to circle back around and say, hey, uh, we apologize, I guess. <laughs> hey, I, I can't make this up. This was discovered, like I said, when we had that president uh, presidential race. And, and, and a lot of black men, they went on the record and said, yeah, I'm voting uh, Republican because the Democratic Party doesn't do anything for me. It's the same old thing year after year every year years and years and years we've been voting that democratic ticket and it has gotten us nothing um many i can remember many were saying hell they helped put us in jail also and they did three strikes reform under the clinton administration and biden was the, the head of that that war on drugs he wrote the bill he wrote that infamous bill that gave you those three strikes and uh, president bill clinton signed it in so yeah there's a lot of repair work that has to be done with the democrats it looks like because uh black males hey they're voting republican now i've said numerous times on this podcast about how things go how things roll as it relates to how the black vote is uh let's just be honest with you it's not taken seriously it never has been um it's always been used to get you in office that's what it appears like and here and there throughout the years or throughout the centuries or decades or whatever they may give you a little something but not much that's that's just the actuality of it all no one can dispute that fact with um do i think democrats now are going to make good on their promise after they've gotten into office we will see i can't uh I can't give you a yes or no. I can't give you a definitive answer because, hey, like many black men, I'm looking and I'm thinking and I have been looking and I have been thinking and I'm thinking to myself, man, this is the same old, same old, same old thing. Here we go again, right back down memory lane. It just is. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if they actually do take into heed and consideration and acknowledge black because one of the main things that, that's on uh, black men's mind, and, and it was a campaign promise of President Joe Biden about criminal re the reform, police reform. Uh, we've been waiting. We have been waiting. We've been waiting patiently. And every time it comes up, he sidesteps it. Every time Kamala Harris is, is brought up to Kamala, Vice President Harris, she sidesteps it. It's always the well, we got to take things into consideration. We got to look at the numbers. We got to do this and that, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
we've been waiting on this police reform <laughs> ever since that guy this guy's gotten in there still haven't seen or heard anything from it. just haven't so what, what, what's going on what's the delay that's one of the things it's a major thing uh, i don't know about uh, a lot of black men out there but that's a major thing for me uh i have uh kids i have uh three boys young black males and you know my me myself these are this is something that is real near and dear to my heart let's say um do i think there needs to be some police reform yeah do i think there needs the police need to be defunded no i think there needs to be a new way of training and and i would love to see whenever they finally do sit down and discuss it what they're 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 going to do with the, the new I, I just believe there needs to be a new way of training these officers i don't think the funding as like i always say is is not the thing to do so president biden is going to have to in, in his cabinet and administration uh black men have been waiting we've been waiting patiently for you to do something about this uh, uh police reform that's one of the things that that a lot of black men it's on their minds heavily you, you're just going to have to address it sooner or later can't just sit there and just sweep it under the rug or say, oh, we'll come back around to it the next election cycle. Well, that appears to be what has happened. Maybe he'll make that a, a hot button issue when he's uh, running for re-election. Certainly appears that that's what a lot of politicians do. It, it, it just is. It seems that that's what they do. They uh, pick and choose when the time is right and uh, whatever, what have you, when they're going to... Um, push a, an, an agenda, a push an issue forward, as opposed to handling it when you say you're going to handle it. Because that was the, the pretty much the gist of that guy's uh, uh, statement or, or question when he stood up and, and, and pulled, posed that question to uh, the, the, uh, the Governor Hopeful uh, Abrams. That's it. How are we to believe and take you guys seriously when you guys continuously come around and you continuously do the same thing and we don't see a result whatsoever, all we get is lip service and hold on, wait on, your time is coming. But damn it, the time is now. God, we want our flowers while we are breathing. So it looks like finally the black man is going to have to be taken seriously. If these Democrats want to get back in office or maintain their office or, or throw that uh, Senate off, um, there's a lot going on in this country with politics. It certainly has heat up in the past two or three election cycles. Because a lot of people are starting to take it serious again. They're starting to take into account and they're starting to look around and notice well, those that they put in office, they're no longer just saying, oh, this is a politician, this is what they do. I believe, like I said, uh, this election cycle here is going to, this election coming up is going to tell the tale. If these politicians, once they get in there and they don't do what they're going, to, they're supposed to do, I honestly think, and I hope wholeheartedly, they get voted out of there. Take them out. Let them be one term. Stop taking the black vote for granted. And we as black Americans, we got to start holding these politicians accountable. We got to start taking them to task. Put them on the red carpet. Take them to the carpet. Hey, hold them responsible. You said you were going to do this and now you're not. Why not? If the answer you receive isn't satisfactory, don't vote for them anymore. Vote them out. Like I always say, they may not respect you, but they they got to have your vote. Vote them out. 
I, I think that's that's the 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 way to think. Our vote and our voices have been um, ignored for far too long. And now we have generations upon generations that are coming up and they're looking and they're probably going to ask the question, why did you guys let this go on for so long? I think this new generation of of, of black uh, youths or or, uh, black voters, I think they're going to put some things to bed as far as these politicians go. And it's finally, it's about time. Just is, just is. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. We'll see what happens with... uh, (laughs) Uh, Miss Abrams and, and Mr. Kent down in Florida. Will she get enough of the votes this time uh, by garnering support from the black man? Or is she just going to uh, ignore it and, and hope and pray and rely on the black woman and the white uh, the white vote, male and female? Hate to put it out there like that, but that's the reality. If, if, if you got 94% of the vote, you had four million registered, uh, four million voters, and you lost by fifty-five thousand. Maybe that fifty-five thousand. How many of those were black males? And where did their vote go? Hmm. Certainly is a good question. Certainly is a good question. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here because it got dark out here now. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. This evening, I'm sorry, continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, hit that like and subscribe button wherever you are streaming. Keep you in the loop. Thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Fault. Amen.